All right, all right. Welcome back to another episode of the OG Are You Entertained podcast. I'm Trey Alessio alongside the homie Brandon Ogden. You know the drill. Uh, we break down all you need to know in the world of music, movies, TV, and a little bit of sports. Uh, follow us on everything. Share our content. We appreciate you all. It's uh, been quite a minute, so the news has piled up, but we've got a lot to talk about, so let's dive right into it. First of all, Brandon, what's up? What's up? How you doing? <laughs> Living the life, man. Living the dream. Living the dream. Yes, sir. Okay, um, we always start off with our shoot the shit segment. Um, any movies or TV shows you've seen? Any albums or songs you've heard or funny stories you'd like to tell since the last podcast? Um, do you have any or do you want me to kind of kick it off? Well, I watched um, the Netflix series, um, When They See Us. Yes. That was really good. Yeah, we. I forgot we were going to talk about this. Hard watch. Yeah, but, but uh, very compelling, right? Very compelling. Yeah. Uh, and honestly, honestly, it's one of my fa- be- favorite shows this year. I mean, uh, I, I don't know if I'd say favorite. It's just beautifully done yeah no i agree and shout out to all those actors because man they were all freaking incredible every one of them the and i don't remember the names off the top of my head it's been like a minute since i watched it but the the um one who got um tried as an adult as a 16 year old he got nommed for a Emmy, so that he was, should. That was he, cool. He yeah. killed it. He yeah, was really he, good. he did kill it, and I loved how they showed the real people at the end. Yeah, that was that's awesome. always one of my favorite things. With oh those yeah, stories is when show it, us what they look like. Exactly. Really, really enjoyed that one. Yeah. Um, so I think that was the only TV show that I watched. I've started Ozark on Netflix. Yeah, really Jason enjoyed Bateman, it. Yeah, about money really, laundering. Have you seen it? No, a lot of people I know have and really like it. Yeah, um, I'm almost through a season one. I think are they there's still only making two seasons. new seasons. Yeah, so I think my my dad said um, that they're the way they left season two, they'll probably be a season three. Um, but there's only been two seasons. But so, so far, what I've watched, I really enjoy it. I like it a lot. So okay. Jason Bateman does a really good job. Mm-hmm. Actually, I think he directed the pilot, which is interesting. Oh, wow. So, um, some shows that I want to highlight. I, I just talked about Ozark. Euphoria, dude. So I watched episode two. Okay. Well, you got you to gotta watch the pilot first. Well, yeah. I I want to watch it. Uh, is that the one with the, the fucking... Uh, fat guy football? masturbating? Oh, I was going to say the football scene where you see like 20 dicks. Oh, no. So I didn't watch all of it, okay. but I watched, like, maybe it was episode four. I don't know. I saw a fat guy jerking off. Yeah. it's uh, So let me let me just say, mm-hmm. this is a very weird show. Um, there's a lot of, like, crazy shit going on. So let me, I like to tell the story when I tell people about Euphoria. Mm-hmm. So the first episode comes on, and my sister texts me saying that she's watching it, too. And so I kind of we're talking about it a little bit and then we we watch it and immediately after I text her and I say please for the love of god don't do drugs. She's in college right now. So like I I don't I see it as a different perspective but honestly this is going to sound corny as hell but this show like makes me feel a certain type of way and I think it's like empathy towards the next generation. Yeah. Like they like just this show really does a, a like a really good job of highlighting the pressure that kids in high school and early college are going through social media. Obviously they are dealing with the same bullshit drama that we dealt with. Right. Um, you know, just 
just drama outside. But like, I don't know. I, I just, when I watch it, I feel a certain type of way and it, it's weird. And I think it's the way they tell the story. Like I, I like how they, cause each episode they kind of f- start out and focus on one, one character. Person. And I love how Zendaya narrates it. And it's just, it's a really well done show and I really enjoy it. Um, if you can get past the dicks, that's the one thing <laughs> where it's like literally every episode, I feel like I see a dick, which is fucking weird, but it's a really, really good show, and I highly recommend it. Um, and one of the things they highlight on it, because the main thing is uh, Zendaya, she's an addict. And um, so one of the things they, like, pop up on there, if you or anyone you love needs help. So right. I think, like, it's trying to highlight it but not um, glorify it. It's yeah. trying to, like, tell you, like, this shit happens. So, like, it's, like, you're not alone if you're going through it. I don't know. I really, really enjoy it. So you'll have to... Sit down and give it a watch. Yes, I for will. sure. And then another show that I've been watching is called City on a Hill. It's on Showtime. Um, ben Affleck and Matt Damon executive produce it. Um, it's good. It's it's like a, a crime drama. Is that show. Kevin Bacon? Yeah, yeah. It's pretty good. I mean, um, it's I, I at first I'm like, damn, this is gonna be dope. Like this has potential to be my favorite show. Uh, just like the the subject matter because it's crime. It's in mm-hmm. Boston. Um, it, it's it's really good. I wouldn't say it's like my favorite show right now, but I, I enjoy it. It's in my Sunday TV lineup, so I I, I like it. So there's that. Um, and Big Brother. Big Brother. Big true. Brother's been good. Um, we're actually missing tonight's episode. We'll miss tomorrow, so I'll have to catch up. But it's getting juicy. It's getting it it's drama. It is. Man, there's so many. I mean, we could talk about this for twenty like thirty minutes probably, but. Um, I don't know. There are some people I liked at the beginning. I don't like now. Yeah, it's Jack, the Aquaman. Yeah, yeah. He's a total prick. fucking condescending asshole. Yes. The the part where he was uh, talking Kimmy. to Kemi about the I seriously wanted to jump through the TV and punch him. Yeah, he's like, a dick. Yeah, like and apparently who he the said fu- some. I would have I would have gunned his ass if I'm in that house. Apparently like, fuck you. he said, no. said some like racist. Stuff oh really? Too. I think I did kind of see that. The like yeah, he might have dropped the N word. Really? Yeah. Him and Mickey. Bro, that's a no-no. So so Mickey, on the other hand, like, at first I thought he was – we all – if you're a fan of the, uh, like, program and the Big Brother breakdowns, you know I'm not a big fan of Cody. He, he reminded like He reminded me of Cody in the beginning with a little bit more, more personality. Yeah. Um, but he's grown on me a little bit. Like, he – I don't hate the his guy. His mistake to me is he tries to make everybody his friend. Yeah. And he tries to cover up every decision he makes. And, and people become suspicious of him. Right. Like, he yeah. tries to go, like, it's almost too over the top. Yeah. Like, so are when you he told Cliff, like, we voted you out because we thought you had the best chance to win and come back. Like, no, you didn't. Yeah, exactly. Like, Just like, trying to cover his Cliff tracks. isn't stupid. So, like, yeah. why are you saying that? Like, So, you're all caught up and everything. Uh-huh. So, let me tell you this. So, we all know the diamond power of veto that Christy holds. Yes. I, here's my strategy. If I'm in that house and I'm Cliff... Here's my strategy, and it's a it's a big gamble. But if I were Cliff, I would have put knowing that Christy, because she, I'm pretty sure he knows that she has the yeah, mm-hmm. she told him. So knowing that she has that power, I would have put up. So he he put up Mickey and uh, Jack. Jack. So I would have because so the the power is. Um, she can turn the golden power of veto and the diamond power of veto, which means that whoever wins, whoever wins it gets to choose the replacement instead of the HOH. Yes. So knowing that, 
I would have put up, let's say, just Aquaman for this argument. You put up Aquaman. That's one side of the the people that you want out. Then he's starting to try and work with Bella and Nick. Mm. I would have put up one of them to the, give the illusion that he's evening it out. He puts up both um, Aquaman and Mickey. One of them has probably a high chance of winning the POV. They Let's just say, for some stupid reason, they convince um christy to use the diamond power veto which i could definitely see them at least trying to i don't know if she will but they're gonna try then they could easily just put up uh nick or bella because they have that power right i don't know it's a big gamble because either way like it's a long shot either way but i don't know that here's my strategy my angle if i were cliff i you put both of them up like he did and you tell them since Christy has the power, I put you guys up because you're the best competitors. You can win the POV, and then you can put up Nick or Bella yeah, and flip it that way and make them feel like you put them in so that way they both can compete, and then you guys have the numbers to stay. That's why I put you up. Yeah. If they don't win, then you keep them the same. Yeah, and that's ballsy, that though, because if you – I don't know. If it goes the other way, you're fucked, basically. I don't know. I don't know. But that way he could spin it into yeah. staying. Yeah, I don't know. I, I don't I don't think he's going to do that. He's a straight shooter. Yeah, I yeah. agree. So, okay, that's that's big brother talk. That's big brother talk. <laughs> um, well, who's your favorite? That's tough. Honestly, here's – I kind of like Tommy. I'll be honest. I like Tommy and Christy. Uh, Christy – Christy's – I don't know. She's kind of psycho she's, sometimes. She's getting psycho. She's getting paranoid, but uh, I do like her minus here's her Here's who I think period. is sitting the best. I honestly think it's Tommy, Holly, or – uh, Annalise, and I think I think because they're in the big alliance and they're not really making waves. They're yeah. they're being social, but they're not really making I would these say, giant waves yeah. where people are pissed. I would say Tommy and Sis uh, Annalise because Holly has no physical threat. She's never she's so awful at every comp. Yeah, she's never gonna win anything. Sis is a D one athlete. She could go out there and I actually win some. Comps. I can't believe she didn't know how to spell Julie though. That's yeah, sad. You hate to uh, see that. Not the, brightest bulb but she's a smoke she so is. God okay bless. all right all right let's uh let's move on to some other shit anything else with the shoot the shit nope okay because we got a lot to talk about we do in in the real segments we're gonna start off with movies and tv um the biggest news in this portion of the podcast is marvel's phase four announcements at comic-con uh, that was this past weekend. A lot, a lot, a lot came out of it, and it's all just jaw dropping shit. And it was amazing. So we're gonna basically break it down and kind of talk about each project that they have on the way, and maybe make some predictions and all that fun stuff. So how do we want to do this? Do we want to just reel off the projects and then talk about them, or talk about them as we go? Let's or? talk as we go. Okay. All right. So we're gonna go in chronological order. The first one, and this isn't how they announced it, yeah. but this is how it is actually going to come out, and we're going to watch it. So Black Widow, we get a Black Widow prequel movie on May 1st, 2020. So this will be the first Marvel movie next year. So it, it will also be the f- next Marvel movie after it, Spider-Man. It'll kick off Phase 4. Yes. Um, so, And that's, I guess... Um, do we get any of the we don't get any of the Disney Plus shows this year. We no. get Mandalorian, right? This year. Yes. Okay. So the Marvel ones kick off next year. Okay. So Black Widow prequel movie. This uh it was also announced that this movie will be set between Civil War and Infinity War. So 
and this was the technically only, pre- this was the only film that they showed actual footage for. Yeah, and the 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 trailer or whatever hasn't leaked yet. Um, I don't suspect it will for yeah, so a portion. Uh, I I don't time. think it'll leak at all because it was actual footage. It wasn't. A oh, trailer. it wasn't a trailer. Okay, yeah. then no, it won't for sure. Um, and then also uh, another tidbit from this movie that we got task ma- task master will be the villain yes and i know a little bit about him just because i played the spider-man video game Mm -hmm. he was actually in that video game so um if if he's true to that character in that game basically what he does is he learns other heroes powers and basically uses it for his own yeah so it's like he can mimic so it's more like fighting like sequences so like what will make him great is she's really good at like the hand to hand combat. Mm-hmm. So once he sees that once, then he can he'll be able he'll to be do able it. to do the same thing okay. back to her. Cool. So he's really like a, an adaptable villain. Got it. Yeah. And yeah. He's got, and that's basically what it was in the Spider Man video yeah. game. So that makes sense. And um, he's got like a shield, like Captain America does, I believe. Okay. So. Okay. Um, and I know there was another character, and I don't know the actor's name, but it's it's like. It's something red. It's like a it's like a Russian guy, and he guy or girl? no, it's a guy. Um, and he, I don't want to call him the Russian Captain America, but I, that's kind of what I get from him. I cannot remember the actor's name or the uh, the character's name, but he will also be in this movie. The supposedly. Red Guardian, Red Guardian, and I believe David Harbor from Stranger Things. Yeah, I think so. I think so. So. We'll we'll see with that one. Um, what do you think of this movie? I think it'll be good. I think it, people are are really underestimating. I think it's going to be like a like an action thriller. Like it's gonna. They they said that like the way they, the footage they showed was very similar to like a Born Identity movie. I did hear that. So that means fast paced. That means really like different like angles and mm-hmm. and and like fighting sequences are yeah. going to be really like like specialized. Mm -hmm. Um, So I think you're going to get a lot of like hand to hand combat. Um, Apparently there was like a huge fight scene they showed between her and Florence Pugh, um, which is like someone who came from the red, um, I forget red room, I think is what it's called where Natasha Romanoff is like, like trained and like brainwashed basically. Yeah. Um, so I think it's going to be fast, action-packed. Okay. I think it'll be I, fun. I would agree, for sure. I don't the, know if it'll really move. It's not going to move the Marvel like cinematic universe forward a bunch. I think it'll be essential in the next phase, though, obviously. You think so? Because I, I, I would think, think since it's... They're going to make it so, so... There will be something, but I don't know if it'll be a lot to okay. me. Maybe, would you, maybe like a, like a post-credit? I could see that. Yeah, I mean, obviously it's going to be more focused on her... In the past, right? But I think you're gonna get a lot of flashbacks. Yeah, I, I, I just marvel the way they work. Is they're gonna It'll tie, tie in, in moving for forward. sure. Here's the most compelling part to me with this movie is the fact that this this phase is going and, and phase five is going to be so focused on the cosmic element mm-hmm. of the Marvel Cinematic Universe, and we start off with this a grounded, ground yeah. this grounded character that we've known for for since the first avengers yep. call it what it is this is a nod to scarlett johansson for sure this is a thank you for all you've done for totally. us and totally we'll send you out the right way she's she's due one basically right. um yeah so the next movie we get this one i'm actually this might be my 
most anticipated one of the on the new slate uh, is the Eternals. It's coming out November 6, twenty twenty. The cast and this cast is fucking incredible. Yes, it is. Um, we have Angelina Jolie playing Thena. Richard Madden, a.k.a. Rob Stark from Game of Thrones, playing Icarus. Um, I'm not even going to – do you know how to yeah, say his C- name? Camille Nanajani? Him. Yes. Yeah, the guy – The dude from Stuber, yeah. he, had some, he has some Iowa tie. I know that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, he's a good actor, though. He's playing Kingo. Lauren Ridloff is playing Macari. Brian Probably Macari. Macari. Uh, Brian – Tyree Henry from Atlanta, mm-hmm. really good actor as well. He's been uh, coming up in a lot of different projects. Is playing Fastos. Uh, some Sam, you say Salma Hayek? Yeah, Ajax. She's in. Yeah, okay. I was gonna say she's in like Grown Ups and. Oh, she's with, in a ton of stuff. Yeah, she's in a bunch. I, I can't think of other anything other than the Grown Ups with Kevin James. <laughs> Pretty sad, I know. Yeah, that's that's that's. <laughs> <laughs> Frida, uh, Desperado, Savages, she was good in. Yeah, um, she's good. She's good. Yeah. And then Leah McHugh is Sprite. Maybe it's sounded different. I don't know. And then Don Lee is Gilgamesh. So um, I, I did read something, and I don't know which one. they Marvel is uh, rolling out the very first deaf hero. And I think yep. it's played by a deaf yep. actress. Mm-hmm. I don't know which one it is in, on here. But um, this lineup is insane. There was also a rumor, and it didn't come true, at least in this casting announcement. But it was a rumor that Millie Bobby Brown was um, ha- it was rumored to at least have some role. So maybe she's like a, a side character, or who knows. Maybe she won't even be in the movie. But this... this movie really intrigues me one because the cast is amazing two because we get a new group to Mm -hmm. and especially with it being the first really i'm not gonna i'm not gonna discount black widow but really it's the first phase four movie which i mean you know you know what i'm saying like so it's gonna kick off this cosmic realm and it's going to really shape the way the whole MCU is moving forward. I think because we all we all know that Thanos was an Eternal, or is is at least in the comics. Mm-hmm. So maybe he has a tie. I'm just really interested. I like when I, like Guardians of the Galaxy. When we personally, for like a casual Marvel movie fan, we don't we didn't know anything about the Guardians of the Galaxy, and we grew to love them. I, I would have, say diehard. Marvel Cinematic fans, not like comic book fans. Yeah, that's what I meant. Yeah, that's what I meant. Um, I think th- this group, the Eternals, has potential to be the next Guardians of the Galaxy. And for some reason, I don't get a comedic vibe with this. I mean, we, I have nothing to base that off of. Just the fact that there will be the Marvel. Logo. Yeah, yeah there will be mean, Marvel comedy, but it'll probably be more serious. Yeah, I think so it'll the, be more of a drama. The one thing that I thought was interesting was Kevin Feige said. Um, and you were following uh, some dude on Twitter yeah. hard, and I, I respect that. So yep. you may know, yeah, a little bit more than yeah, I've me. listened to a couple different things too. Okay, so, cool. so Kevin Feige said that the Eternals were around for the whole Infinity Saga. They've been around. We haven't seen them, but they had a presence. Okay. Um, and, and I so know the Celestials have something to do with yeah. that. That and, might be the and, villains, but they're also um, they're Earth. Like they've lived on Earth the for like yeah for like 
ages and centuries and stuff. So damn, it will be on Earth. So interesting. They're hiding. Yes, and they're uh, basically okay. like immortal. Like you can't like kill them. Huh. So. Interesting. So for me, at least, I think one of the big um, things with with this movie, especially, is who is going to be the villain? Because I personally think it'll kick off potentially the next Thanos and uh, the rumor is Galactus is going to be the next big bad. Um, I think his power is like he feeds off of planets and uh, he feeds off all their resources. And when he doesn't need them, they basically evaporate and he moves on to the next planet, something along those lines. But so he's kind of been the rumored big next big bad in the MCU. So I just have a feeling that we're going to at least be introduced to the next big bad in the Eternals. Would you agree or disagree? I disagree. You disagree? We're I think we've already I think we've already met the next villain. Okay. Are you gonna say it's who? the scrolls? I think it's gonna. Be, oh, I think, think there's. Be- I think they're setting up Secret Invasion, where. Um, the scrolls are basically because their shapeshifters are going to come down to earth but, and try to, yeah, they're good now. I was going to say, but, but the, they're good. In so the you comic think, books, the scrolls were always the bad guys. Yeah. So yeah. I think they're just, but that, so that was the big it. twist in captain Marvel was the scrolls were the good guys in that movie. Mm-hmm. Um, so I guess where do the crees fall? Do you think the crees will still be, I mean, will no, it be think, like a, one v two v three. So I think it's going to be like a subsection of of scrolls. Like I don't think okay. it's going to be like Talos. So this is this is my 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 prediction. Okay, Ready? Talos's daughter. This man, this man came prepared. I love it. Ta- Talos's daughter is going to be the leader of the scroll invasion. Huh? Because she like he's like look away, don't watch me like kill all these people. She doesn't look away. Like she always is eyeing Captain Marvel. Like. I think she's going to like something's going to happen to Talos. I think Talos is going to get killed in the next oh, Captain shit. Marvel movie. She's going to be pissed and she's going to lead Scroll Invasion. Wow. You have it That's all mapped out. So uh, did you compile all this or did like you hear some shit? No, like I compile like so I've heard people talk uh, like Scroll Invasion's kind of a popular yeah, a comic big, book a big theory, theme, right? Right. Um so like a lot of people are theorizing that. I've kind of taken different Bits and pieces from I like everything you say. So I I like it. I think that'll that would be dope. That would be crazy. I think that's what the next like team up Marvel movie will be is trying to defeat the scrolls. Okay. I like that. I like that. Because I think that's why they're getting more grounded characters. Because they don't want to go you're not gonna take like Chang Chi and and like those type characters to space. True. You're gonna fight them on the surface level and it's gonna be shapeshifters. Okay. Interesting. Brandon coming with the knowledge drops. That's, that's that's my guess. I respect it. Okay, um, let's move on to our first Disney Plus series, The Falcon and the Winter Soldier, Fall of 2020. Um, so obviously we know that um, Falcon has become Captain America now. He has the shield, and Winter Soldier is basically his sidekick, if mm-hmm. you will. I mean, more than that, but sidekick. Yeah. Um so I guess what what do you think of this? We I also put in here I don't I don't know how to say his name fully. It's Daniel Brule. Yeah, Brule. Uh, he will reprise his role as Baron Th- uh, Zemo. He originally showed and t- correct me if I'm wrong in Civil War. Mm-hmm. Okay, he's the one who like mind controls Bucky. Okay, okay, cool. He's and, a good villain. Yeah, and so 
it was announced that he will receive his signature purple hood, which I think must have c- come in the comics. comics yep. Yeah. So, um, I, I don't know. I'm interested in this in this show. This is again another grounded. Um, mm-hmm. And so moving forward, we will talk about these Disney Plus shows, but it's uh, become really apparent, especially after hearing all the Comic Con news that Disney plus is playing a major role moving forward in the MCU. Like if you don't have Disney plus and you're a Marvel fan, you're going to be lost moving forward. You're going to, you're not lost, but you're going to miss out. You're going to miss on some shit. Yeah. Big time. So I, I just find that really interesting how they did that. And we'll talk about that play later, but, um, Falcon and winter soldier. Do you have anything else? I mean, what do you think? No, I'm, I'm, I'm here for it. I'm interested to see it. I think this is probably, I think the when focus it was announced, is going to be the transition from the Falcon yeah. to the Captain America. Yeah. Would you agree? Yeah. Okay. And I think I'll be interested to see if we get a Chris Evans cameo. That'd be cool. Like, just let me get some advice. I need An to old, ask Cap. Will he be old? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, so that, that'd be cool. That'd be cool. That would definitely yep. be cool. All right. Uh, the next movie on the docket, Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings. February 12th, 2021. Um, this cast includes uh, Simu Liu, Aquafina, and uh, Tony Liwang. Liwang. Um, Aquafina, I know, is a big Asian actress that has is really good. Um, this is the compelling thing for uh, at least for me with uh, this movie is the Mandarin will be the villain, and you're gonna have to jog my memory here. So the Mandarin was he in Iron Man three? Or he had some connection. You're gonna have to kind of jog my memory, and if you don't know, it's okay. No, I do. Um, Yeah, no, the Mandarin was not really the Mandarin. It was a guy faking to be the Mandarin. Okay, okay. okay. So like the the Mandarin wasn't really a character. They really screwed it up. They should have never done it. It was a stupid idea. Um, But you're saying the movie fucked it up. Yeah. Okay. Because like they they it was just that guy who was member. He was just an actor, and they paid him to make videos, but he really didn't do anything. He was just a drunk. Okay. But when he was like acting, he called this is himself, Iron Man three. Yeah. Okay. When he was acting, he called himself the Mandarin, even though he was just an actor. Huh. So yeah, that's stupid. So this is gonna be the real Mandarin. Yeah, and okay. I think in the comics, the Mandarin is Jing Chi's father. Okay. Interesting. And obviously, this is going to be the first Asian-led Marvel movie, so that's going to be a big deal. Um, another grounded character, This is, he's reported to be the master of kung fu. Um, so, yeah, this will be cool. I mean, this is going to be totally different than any other Marvel movie. Mm-hmm. Um, going to be completely unique, and I'm here for it. I mean, I think Marvel doesn't put out a bad movie. No. I, I think it's going to be good. I think it might make the most non-avenger movie money really yeah, over black panther i think so you know what dude, it's crazy make... rich asians did sh- they they showed out for that movie dude, so I think that movie in china is going to make oh, it'll kill so much money it'll kill and i mean if if it comes out and has like a great score on rotten tomatoes like people will want to go see it over and over again similar to black panther I don't know. It, it it definitely has potential to break some records. Oh, I could I, see that. I don't know if it'll bl- beat Black Panther I though. Think it that, will. Okay, you heard it here. So that's interesting. Um, let's move on to the next one. We got another Disney Plus series. Um, I, I won't lie. This this uh, title kind of trash. It's by far the worst one. By far the worst one. Um, WandaVision. 
and it is coming spring 2021. This series will be set after Endgame. So there's some disputes on that. Some the people, fact that it's after? Or, yeah, some okay. people are saying it is. Some people are saying it's supposed to be like in like the like 60s or 70s. See, that's what... So, so originally, there, There's a lot of confusion on the time frame. Yeah, so movie. originally when this uh, series was reported, I swear that I remember hearing that it was going to be in the 60s yeah. or 70s or like a uh, really, really far back prequel. But then I, when this Comic-Con news came out, I thought I heard that it yeah. was set after Endgame, yeah. which is weird because obviously Vision is dead. doesn't even come back in Endgame. Yeah. So there's a lot of like, did the alternate universe create Vision? Are they able to go back and recreate Vision? Yeah. Like there's a lot of confusion. So I if, don't know if we've gotten like a straight answer on what the time frame okay. is for this. So let's just say for the sake of argument, it is after Endgame. I mean- would she would have to go back and revive him or do something correct or, or does she no, create a it, new vision no i think it would just they could go with the alternate reality alternate like timeline that vision. that could work too because um we'll come up to doctor strange but the it sounds like the multiverse is going to be a real thing and um so we got kind of a fake multiverse in spider-man yeah. with hoax, mysterio yeah. and how he said he came from the multiverse when we really know he was just playing a big trick, and so that the 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 true multiverse has not been right. revealed to us yet. But we know also that the Loki series, the true. multiverse, is essential because it's about true. the multiverse that Loki took the Tesseract. Tesseract. Yep. Yep. The so, one thing here, so and I we really, can loop that now too because yeah. Loki's coming out spring twenty twenty. It's yeah. on Disney Plus. So real quick on Wandavision. Uh, this was probably going to be the one series I wasn't like going to watch. Okay, um, but I am now because Kevin Feige basically said you'll want to watch this in order to understand Doctor, Doctor Strange. Strange. It's going to be a straight tie-in. Tie yep, that's what I, that's what I heard as well. Um, yeah, like you said with Loki. Um, hold up, sorry. The series is rumored to follow Loki on an alternate timeline from M Game where he steals the Tesseract. You kind of said that. Um, what do you what do you think of that? Is it is it a is it a risk doing this? I mean, do you think no. it's essential? Do you think this will be another tie-in where you have to watch this in order to get shit? I feel like or do it's you think not. It's I just feel, more. I think this is just gonna a be nod a, to him. I think this is going to be a fun series. People love Loki. Yeah. Um, is it Tom Hiddleston? Yeah. He seems to love playing Loki. Um, so I think this is going to be more of a fun one, and it's going. I think it's going to explain some of the multiverse stuff in that sense. Sure. Um, I don't know how much it'll actually advance the story, though. Okay. Okay. And then we we kind of touched on it, but Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. Yes. Love love That's that a title. Great title. Love that title. It's coming out May seventh, twenty twenty one. This will be Marvel's first horror based movie. And like you said, previous Elizabeth Olsen as Scarlet Witch will also be in this movie as it will tie directly into WandaVision on Disney+. Plus. Also, Nightmare will be the villain. I won't lie. I don't know anything about yeah, I Nightmare. I know a lot about Nightmare. Um, but I think it's – I like the fact that they're trying new things and um, delving into like a horror-style movie. Not that I'm a huge horror fan. I just I think it's cool how they're pushing new boundaries and 
pushing the envelope here. Um, no way do I think this will be like rated R or anything, but I just think it's cool that it's going to be a different vibe than the comedic yeah. action movie that we're used to in Marvel. Yeah. But I am really excited for this movie, and don't judge me. I know I'm the Don of Entertainment. I know I rep it hard, but I haven't seen Doctor Strange yeah. from beginning to end. I didn't, I didn't love Doctor Strange. Um, See, it was a lot okay. of people do love it, though. Yeah, it was really cool, like, cinematically. Yeah, that's what I've heard. Um, but, like... I don't know. I just love Benedict Cumberbatch. He's like actually one of my favorite actors. Mm-hmm. And who he is in like Infinity War especially, um just it, it, he wasn't quite there at, like he was in Doctor Strange. Like he's so good in Did you Infinity go back War? and watch it after? I haven't and I probably should. No, I meant I meant so you saw it like beforehand. Yeah, Doctor I saw Strange. it with okay. when it okay. came out. Okay, okay. Um I will definitely have to go back and watch Doctor Strange before I see this movie. Here's kind of like, I know we still have more to go, but like, here's what, this is kind of my thinking of what Marvel's doing with Phase 4. I think they're trying a lot of different things just to see kind of what sticks. Mm -hmm. So, uh, like, um, going with, um, you know what, let's, I'll save it. I'll save it because I want to talk, you're going to save it for Thor. (laughs) Okay. Um, all right, we'll, we'll, we'll save that moving forward. So the next project that they have is called what if it is a Disney plus animated series coming in the summer of 2021, Jeffrey Wright, who is, um, in Westworld, he does a fantastic job. He will narrate and voice the watcher. And most of the actors from the movies will voice their characters in this animated series. Are you here for it? Did they yeah. need to do it? Um, I think it's cool that it's going to be animated. Yeah. So it's the first animated project from Marvel. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm actually, this of, of all of the things they announced, I think this is probably the most intriguing one because I think it could be really fun. Oh, yeah. I think it's going to be one of those things where like maybe the first three or four episodes are cool and then you kind of just... Yeah, it I gets think old. It's probably it's probably going to be one like you if if you're interested in the episode, you can watch it. It's not right. one like you have to watch yeah, no, no. like binge. Hundred percent, hundred percent. This is going to be like a if you're a true Marvel fan, you'll watch it. Sure. If you're just you know casual, whatever you want. Yeah. But I think they could do some really cool stuff. Um, like um, one I have of, a hot take with this one too, of the prev- like one of the ones I think they previewed was like what if. Loki got Mjolnir before Thor did, um, and yeah. so like he was Thor. Um, yeah, they could do so many things. Yeah, That's the crazy Killmonger's part. in it. So like, what if he actually did defeat uh, T'Challa and like did stay the Black Panther? Like, I think there's just so many different what ifs you could oh, yeah. do. Um, you could do so many. Yeah, that it's insane. It could be actually really fun. This isn't really a hot take, I guess, but here's my thing: if this is successful, which I think it probably will be, I could definitely see. Uh, Star Wars trying this, yeah. On it, whether it's live action yeah. or animated, uh, they could. Anakin it, didn't go to the dark side. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. They could easily do this with Star Wars on something like a Disney Plus. Mm-hmm. That's what's cool about this Disney Plus is they can venture into Try new things. things yeah. yeah. All right. Uh, the next project is Hawkeye, another Disney Plus series, Fall twenty twenty one. The main thing with this that I pulled, uh, other than Falcon, or excuse me, Hawkeye gets his own show, is uh, the series will introduce Kate Bishop, which is, I believe, his daughter, correct? No. Are you sure? Yes. Okay. Okay. <laughs> yes. Who is Kate Bishop then? Kate Bishop is the lady that takes over for Hawkeye. 
I knew that, but I th- I, s- I thought it was his daughter. Damn. No. Now I'm looking stupid. Because uh, Kate Bishop was rumored to be in. Oh, Endgame. that was the girl who was on 13 Reasons Why. Yes. And so she was rumored okay. to be um, in Endgame, but then ultimately got cut she, or something. She wasn't. Yes. So okay. a lot of people thought it was supposed to be that she was um, supposed to be Iron Man's daughter. Daughter. But. She wasn't so. Okay. Um, yeah, I'm interested in this one. Jeremy Renner's gotten probably the most screwed out of all of these people as far as like character portrayal. Like Hawkeye's just not a very cool character. So like I think they could actually do some fun stuff here, um, and kind of kind of like what they did for uh, Skojo with giving her her own movie. Yeah. This is like their way of saying thank you for sure and then hopefully we can kind of write this wrong you know in this series and then pass the torch okay all right and the one you wanted to get to thor love and thunder uh it's coming november 5th 2021 title oh it's great it's great and you can tell just based on what looking at all the thor logos where um i don't know how to say his name takiti wati whatever um took over yeah he took over ragnarok and it's definitely going to be the same vibe and um, you were gonna you were gonna touch on something and the changing of the vibe. Mm-hmm. I think is where we're. Yeah, going. I was I was going. So the big surprise here was they brought out Natalie Portman, yeah. who's going to reprise her role as Jane Foster, and they pretty much spoiled that she's going to take over as. Which Lady I don't Thor. know. Do you? Why did they spoil that? I mean, you could have easily just brought her out and said yeah. Jane Foster's coming back. I think it's because they're probably... So in the comics, uh, Jane Foster gets cancer, and okay. the only way she can live is by becoming female Thor. Okay. So I feel like they don't want to give Natalie Portman cancer. Okay. So I feel like right at the beginning of the movie, she's going to be female Thor. Huh. And so I feel like that's why... That, I, that's the inciting moment, so you, you don't... know that. Yeah, okay. Going into it, that she's going to be female Thor. So... So what I was getting ready to talk about is like they're trying a lot of different things. They're going in a lot of different angles to kind of see what sticks. Like a female Thor, um, Valkyrie announced that she's um, lesbian. Mm-hmm. Um, um, Doctor Strange is going to be a horror movie. Yeah, Chang Chi is. But also, uh, also, I know you said this is like your four phase four, but also even with the phase three, um, Thor went from like this not really dark, but just like dramatic character to kind of a more comedic, of a comedic well, yeah. one, kind of like Guardians of the Galaxy. So they, they changed the vibe, which is definitely trying a new thing, and it stuck. A lot of people regard Ragnarok as their favorite yeah. Marvel movie, period. So like you said, trying new things and seeing what sticks, it right. works out a but lot I, of the times. Right, and I think what why they're being so experimental in Phase 4 so here's here's my thing. So Doctor Strange and Thor are at the end of Phase Four. Mm-hmm. Okay. So at the beginning of Phase Five, we're probably getting in some order: Captain Marvel, Doctor, or er, uh, Black Panther, Guardians, um, Spider Man, and then a team up movie. Yeah. So we're leading up the end of. So like I think everything at the beginning is like, okay, we're gonna introduce some new characters. We're gonna get a whole diverse set of new characters and superheroes. And then we're going to kind of see what works, what doesn't. And then what works, we're going to adapt for Black Panther. We're going to adapt for Guardians. We're going to adapt for Captain Marvel. And then everything's going to be clicking. Everything's going to be ready to go. We're going to be fine-tuned going into the next team-up movie. Okay. Okay. 
Yeah. Because I, I feel like phase four, it's like a slow build. And then we're ending really fast paced with, you know, some, some of the big, you know, movies. Doctor Strange and Thor. And then phase five is going to be crazy. Yeah. I mean, oh, you're yeah. going Black the Panther, biggest of the characters. End of Guardians, you're going Spider-Man, you're going Captain Marvel. Yeah. I mean, there's a reason I think they save those for the beginning of phase five because they want to build up to a really epic um, team up movie. And that's why I also think. Uh, the the scroll invasion is going to be because I think Captain Marvel two is going to be towards the the lead up the like end of the beginning of of it's going to be, I feel like it'll be the last movie of leading five? into no leading into oh, the okay. team up movie okay okay I see what you're saying okay yeah I mean all of that sounds great it would yeah. be it, it's crazy so one thing before we talk about what's coming up in Phase five I want to talk about this because this was probably the biggest jaw-dropping moment yes um they announced blade with mahershala mahershala ali did you watch the video yeah it was Dude, amazing it was so cool so they had done everything perfect role like yeah. perfect yeah. perfect so they had, casting they had done everything showed all of phase four and then kevin feige was like and i didn't even get to mention we're gonna do fantastic four yep. we have mutants said mutants yes yep. um Spider-Man, or he didn't say Spider-Man, he said Black Panther, Guardians, yep. Captain Marvel. Yep. He's like, oh, and I'm going to bring out Mahershala Ali. And we're like, what? Mahershala? <laughs> and then, like. He has his own he hat. He has his hat, <laughs> and he puts it on, and they zoom in, it's Blade, and then everything just goes black, and you see the Blade logo. Yeah. On Fucking the background. Awesome. It was freaking We sick. We have to go to Comic-Con in our life. Oh, I, I agree, man. We, here, here, I think for Phase 5. I was going to say, here's what we should plan. Yeah. We should plan to go when they announce Phase 5. I that think would so be too. amazing. Um, yeah, it was dope. And apparently, Marshalla had called uh, Kevin Feige personally and asked and he to wanted to do it. The other thing is, this is like one of our first repeat characters. So he was in the Luke Cage um, uh, oh, yeah. series. Yeah. So basically what they said is... We don't give a shit about Netflix. the Netflix <laughs> series. Disregard the Netflix series. I kind of forgot about that. Everything honestly. is all about Disney Plus and, yeah. and the you know Marvel For sure. movies. For sure. Um, yeah. That moment was so cool it was to cool. see online. But uh, yeah, so let's kind of talk about Fantastic Four and potentially X-Men. Um, and Phase 5 in general. So, so also, I guess we can... And we'll, I'll, I'll save what I was going to say, but um, Fantastic Four, X-Men, Blade, Black Panther 2, Captain Marvel 2, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3, potentially a Spider-Man 3, um, and then Fantastic Four and X-Men. So, I don't know. It, it, just all that, just mind-blowing. Yeah. Could you imagine? <laughs> Holy shit, it's going to be insane. And so, then, plus, probably either season twos of their... Um, Disney Plus shows or adding new ones. Yeah. You know they're going to add new ones. A lot going on. Yeah, no, A lot absolutely. going on. It's uh, going to be wild. So, What are you most excited for? So of the new four, stuff. I was going to say four or yeah, five. Blade would, Blade would be probably Blade the is top. Dope, and for then sure. Fantastic Four, if they do it right. Because like they could do so many cool things with Fantastic Four. Tell the, tell the tidbit that you yeah, sent me. Yeah, so... Fantastic Four would be great if this happens. So the Russo brothers were there, and someone asked them, would you direct the Fantastic Four movies? And they said, all they have to do is ask. So there you go. please, Kevin Feige, get the Russo brothers to do this because everybody has screwed up Fantastic Four. Mm -hmm. They've been so bad, and they shouldn't be. They should be awesome. Oh, yeah. So I really hope um, 
they do it right. They get the Russo brothers, Fantastic Four. My guess would be you get a taste of the Fantastic Four in the Spider-Man 3 movie, and then probably okay. Phase 6 we're getting Fantastic phase Four. Phase 6. We're looking long ways ahead. It's that insane. would be my guess. Okay. All right. And then, so my question, I, I got a question for the X-Men, right? Mm-hmm. So are they totally going to just reboot the X-Men, do you think? Yeah. You, I mean, do you think they'll introduce similar? Because here's the thing with the Avengers, right? So, like, and correct me if I'm wrong, but originally in the comics, like, the characters that they chose to really make big in the movies were kind of B characters. Am I right? Sort of. Some of them. A lot of the comics, I believe, were the Avengers versus X-Men. Okay. Interesting. I was just gonna say, like, do they do they bring in a lesser known X Men and make him the face of X Men or her? Maybe. And I'm pretty sure I don't know if Wolverine is is he Marvel? Yeah. Because I thought he was contract. He might so have it, a contract it, thing. Well, it's where, Fox. Okay. And they, and they, Fox. they bought it. Okay. So they could. Same bring thing Wolverine. with Deadpool. That's yeah. another thing. They didn't even announce anything for yeah, Deadpool. I think they'll just do one more Deadpool and be done. <sighs> I love Deadpool. Because yeah. they did say Deadpool wasn't going to have any tie-in with like Spider-Man or yeah. anything. They like they announced because so. there was a rumor that he might yeah. show up in three. So. Yeah. So Deadpool is always just going to be its own standalone, which it Sus. probably should be. I love Deadpool though, but you don't want to tie it in to like a series. You could tie him in with X Men. He's technically, I mean, in yeah. some comics, he's in the X Men. So yeah. I don't know. I'm I'm excited. X Men's hard. Uh, I would focus. I would care more about Fantastic Four before you worry too X-Men. much about X Men. Sure. And the whole potential tie-in with the Tower, um, yeah, Jay Jameson, Tower. in yeah, in the latest Spider-Man, Spider-Man. Yeah. It could potentially be that's why I the feel Baxter like, Tower. That's why I feel like you're going to see it in Spider-Man 3 as like a, okay, here they come. Yeah. And then like, you know, we're getting Just get like a, fantastic. It's going to get fantastic or something yeah, no, Or like, like even like you see, you like see one of the characters yeah. like doing that'd be, something. That'd be cool. Yeah. For sure. Lot to look forward oh, to with Marvel, dude, it's man. Gonna it's going to be insane. Insane. Um, one tidbit that I thought was interesting that I wanted to point out while we were kind of talking about um, the Phase 5 movies, Lady Gaga is rumored to play Rocket's love interest in Volume 3. I think that'd be really Yeah, that'd be cool. That'd be really cool. And especially the tie-in with Bradley Cooper and yeah. Lady Gaga. Yeah. So Let's that's get it. Pretty, pretty lit. Okay, moving on. Uh, Avengers Endgame also passes Avatar for highest grossed movie of all time. And this is worldwide. I think I uh, heard some, I I read something or uh, somewhere that domestically in the U.S., Force Awakens still holds the domestic Mm -hmm. record. But globally, it's Endgame, which. It needed to beat Avatar. Let's yeah. let's be uh, the honest. The problem is Avatar two is going to beat it in like what next year or whatever. Yeah, and the four and three, four and five that they already have coming, dumb. Yeah. Okay, uh, but here's the thing: not to really hit on this too hard, but I don't know if it will because I think with Ava- the first Avatar, it was more so the groundbreaking CGI in it, and now we have that, and it's kind of they'll do something, dog. I, they probably will. Know. I know it's James Cameron, yeah. but I mean. I haven't even seen it from beginning in. You see it. You've seen it and said the plot line sucks ass. It does. I mean, if the the plot sucks for number two and we already are accustomed to the CGI, will it do? Yeah, the, it'll, they love it'll it overseas. Be, they okay. love it overseas. Okay. It, dude, it broke so many like uh, like 
overseas records. Yeah, overseas yeah. records. Okay, we'll see. All right, now let's kind of get into some more of like what we think about all this shit. So, um, we already said what movie we are most excited about. So, are, are we in agreement that Blade? I think Blade just because like we didn't see it coming. Like it's yeah. so cool. But, but out of the movies wasn't that were announced, in, yeah, yeah, at, well, like with a date, yeah, exactly. It was just announced that they're doing it. It it, it yeah. didn't have a date or anything. But uh, out of the movies that were announced with a date, I'm picking Eternals. I, I'm, Eternals. I'm, I'm I'm excited for that. I would probably be between Thor and Doctor Strange, just because they're going to be so unique. Doctor yeah, Strange being the horror film, Thor, um, probably passing. I mean, he's already passed the the mantle of King of Asgard um, to Valkyrie, but officially passing off Mjolnir, and you know, yeah. That Thor is going to be dope. I, be I crazy. again, I'm and the, I'm the Don of Entertainment, and I haven't seen Ragnarok. Yeah. I'm sorry, don't with, judge me. I need to. I have to before I yeah. this movie comes. And out. with that one too, it's also like Thor was with the Guardians. So are they going to be in this one? Is yeah, it, uh, or is, is he going to be in th- Guardians Three? Right. Another one will be the sequencing of that. I mean, obviously. Oh yeah, actually, this is a great part to bring this up. Okay. I don't know if you know this or anything. So, um, in an interview, Feige said that Marvel will be releasing 11 projects in two years. 11. So, if you go ahead and count how many projects they listed, it only came out to 10. 10. So, the rumor is there's going to be a secret movie that they're going to sneak into Phase 4. What do you think it could be? I personally, if you had to choose... If I, I personally, choose, I, I say, personally would choose to, Black Panther too. Yeah, I don't think they'll do that though. Um, if I had to guess, like logically, if I had to guess, I could see it being Spider Man because. But let's see, because so Spider Man came out. The second one came out in 2019. At that point, it'd be 2021. Yeah, every two years they do a Spider Man. So every two years that because that could happen because they couldn't announce that at Comic Con because they were the there Sony. with Disney. Yeah, yeah, and it was a Sony. That movie. could be. So I think that one could be logical. But then, um, so let's just let's say let's let's think of it in terms of a timeline. So that comes out at the end of uh, Phase Four, and do you think at that point they're still ready to announce or plug a Fantastic Four? Do you good. think that would be the right time to do so? Good. Okay. Because there's a the thing. I was really hoping they were going to sneak in a Black Panther. I was I was I ready yeah, for it. I just it. don't think they will. I mean, I don't think there's a rush. I think I like, just meant when, I think because how they announced all the movies, Black Widow, they didn't announce to the very yeah. end. I was like, come on, Black Panther, yeah, no. Black Panther. Plus, I think they'll want to make they'll want to make sure Black Panther's released as a summer. Yeah, a summer movie for sure. So you have to think of it from that standpoint too. True. Lots to look forward to, dude. It's yeah. gonna be it's gonna be wild. Um, what else do we have here? Um, is there a character or group you'd really like to be implemented in Phase Five? Maybe something that we don't know about or haven't been introduced to. Um, and is there something they should just should they leave alone? I'd like to see the Sinister Six for sure. I think that could be for cool. sure. Um, that would mean especially though, if if Mysterio. Was a part of it, yeah. Because I'd love to see Jake Gyllenhaal back. Um, with uh, that would mean though that they would have Michael to Keaton. do more Spider Mans, which I know Tom Holland has vocally said that yeah. he would be interested in doing. But I also believe that his contract is up after three. 
But he could always no, re-up. Yeah, he'll re-up. Yeah. Because, like, Spider-Man was his, like, hero Dream. growing yeah. up. Yeah. So. Totally. I just, they would, if they did a Sinister Six, I wouldn't see them bringing together all of those characters in the third movie. So there would definitely have to be more, yeah, in yeah. my mind. Yeah, you could introduce one more, and then at the end we see Michael Keaton and Mysterio together. And well, you could bring Michael Keaton back in this next one. Yeah. I mean, you could do so many things, because Scorpion was technically at their, yeah. Scorpion, yeah, Scorpion, the, the dude with the scar. Um, he was at the very end of Homecoming. We With know Vulture is yeah. still in jail. We potentially think, have Mysterio still. Yeah, you got to think Oscop. I would e- either think Green Goblin or a, a Doc Ock. Yeah. Um, then a lot of rumors for Craven the Hunter. Yeah. Um, Venom. There's been rumors of Ven- Tom Hardy coming as Venom and looping it into the MCU. A lot of things going for Spider-Man, yeah. and I'm here for it, especially with the ending and the yeah. the credits for that. That'll be that'll be crazy. Anything I'll, anything that you think they need to leave alone? I would say X-Men. I think there's just been so, so many X-Men movies the last like five ten years that I would you can work X-Men in like phase eight. Like <laughs> you know what I mean? Like there's so many things you can do with X-Men that you can really like wait and like let this all die down. And then figure out how to do X Men properly. Like, there's no need to rush. Okay, that's fair. I yeah. All right. Um, let's talk about the the fact that the Disney Plus is such a big part of this uh, MCU yeah. moving forward. Do you see this at all as a mistake by Disney or Marvel um, making the streaming service that won't be readily available to everybody? Um, do you think it's a, a a smart move, a bad move. Do you think? What do you think? I think it was a marketing ploy to get people to buy Disney Plus. To- totally. I mean, like, totally. I, I don't think if you don't watch the shows, you're not going to know what's going on. Yeah, like, um, actually, I was listening to a podcast and they made a good point. You could have seen Endgame without seeing Infinity War, and you would have known what happened. Like Marvel does a really good job of like catching of you up, recapping the movie. of what happened the last movie. Yeah, and making sure you at least know what's going on in the current movie. Yeah, so I like, mean, I don't think you have to watch the shows now. As a f- super fan of like the Marvel Cinematic Universe, I'm going to. Yeah, but for sure. I don't think you have to. Disney Plus has become essential for me now. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah. Honestly, before this, I was getting it strictly for the Mandalorian, but now with all th- oh, this, yeah. anna- all these announcements, like I'm all. And there's I'm only going to be more. Uh, uh, there's exactly. only going to be more. Exactly. I'm all in. Uh, I, I read something that I really in, uh, thought was interesting. I wanted to bring it up. Um, there, like you said, you you were talking about the build up to a big a team up. There was no talk about a new Avengers movie. So, what do we think Marvel is building up to? You said the Secret Invasion, um, but your dude who you were um, sending me stuff from and like we were following on Twitter during the Comic Con announcements. This is what he tweeted. Kate Bishop is being introduced in Hawkeye. WandaVision could possibly set up Wiccan and Speed. We know Mrs. Marvel is coming. Those look like definite setups for a young Avengers-style team in Phase 5 or beyond. So basically a group of kids with powers moving forward. Are you here for it? Do you think you could see it? 
I could see it with like Spider Man helping say, them. I like, could definitely lead. see Spider Man being a part yeah. too, like helping them. It could like, be cool as young people have the confidence. Yeah. yeah, I think so. I don't know anything about Wiccan and Speed. I know Mrs. Marvel. I would assume Speed is fast. Well, yeah. <laughs> um, I don't. Yeah, but other than that, I I don't know anything about those characters. But yeah, I'm all here for like a new team up. I'm all no. I'm I'm a big fan of the introducing. I new think they characters. also talked about they could possibly do Dark Avengers. Yeah, I did. I have heard so. of that as well, and I don't know like the uh, logistics behind all that, but that'd be cool. All right, that's that's kind of it for Marvel. Uh, any anything that we missed? Anything? I don't think so. Yeah, we'll have we, a lot more to talk about. Oh yeah, sure. Lot. They're supposed forward. to be announcing even more stuff in like a month. Yeah. So I guess another rumor is that they have the D twenty three, the yeah. Disney Expo. And people are talking um, that there's an off chance that they could announce if they really wanted to phase five. I don't think they will because uh, yeah, they it's so do, far out. They won't do phase five. I, I wouldn't think they're so gonna either. Give us some, they're going to give us oh, more. Like a trailer, you mean, or something They'll, they'll give us more. There'll be something. Yeah. Um, I would be very shocked if they announced phase five. They probably could. They probably have it all planned out. Hmm. But there's why, no yeah, why, give us, why give us more than we need? Um, I don't know. So be on the lookout for that. Other Comic-Con trailers that, I mean, we don't have to break down each one of them, but just to talk a little bit, The Witcher, uh, that's a Netflix series with Henry Cavill. Um, they're Cavill. saying that it could be the next Game of Thrones. It good. Yeah, it, it looked, looked, really it looked interesting. I mean, definitely like a weird medieval vibe, but it definitely looks pretty good. Watchmen, that's an HBO series. Uh, and I don't know, so it, it's, it might be connected with DC. I know yeah, it's like a graphic so. novel, um, but they did a movie back back some years ago, and I don't know. I think it's like a – I don't know if it's a sequel series or if it's just like a, a tie-in or yeah. something. Either way, I'm all in on this show, the the full trailer dropped, and I sent it to you. I fucking love it. Yeah, it, looks it looks so awesome. fucking good. I'm excited for that. Um, Westworld season three trailer came out. I'm a huge Westworld fan. Love that. It looks like they're really going to up that. And I think they're going to, HBO is going to throw a lot of their money and effort and time to this becoming like the next big show and replacing game of Thrones, if you will, on their platform, which I'm all here for. I love Westworld. It's, it's dope. We also got top gun Maverick, the sequel to top gun we got the it chapter two trailer we got ad astra the brad pitt astronaut movie and cats so we got a lot we got a lot of uh trailers and content out of all those which ones interest you which ones don't well top gun was my favorite top gun that one that one was the one that that got you know the the hair stood up a little bit on that one you're you're pumped Yeah. yeah um Watchmen and Wicker were or Witcher were both pretty dope. And yeah. Ad Astra. I'm really curious about Ad Astra because I'm really excited like, for that movie. They've done a good job of giving us stuff, but like we still don't really no. know yeah. anything. It uh, has an interstellar vibe. Yeah, no, hundred percent. So yeah, all of those. It chapter two, I heard that trailer was actually really good. Which one? The It Chapter Two one. Yeah, I it really, it was I mean really it was a good, good trailer. Um but we we all know your thoughts on the on the original. Yeah, it. I mean I'm gonna go see it, but yeah, we'll have to go see it just to trash it if we don't like it, you yeah. know. But although my guy uh, haters in there, and I don't like trashing him, so yeah, be tough. Who knows? It may it might may, actually be good. Be, yeah, maybe that it may they're be not different. kids. It may be different. Cat's trailer look. Okay, we have to talk despicable. about this. It oh looked. my god, how did this get made into a movie? Seriously, I mean, 
It's one of the biggest Broadways. Yeah, and I know it's a Broadway show, but from what I've heard is even on the Broadway show, there's no real storyline to it. It's literally like it's cats, cats and it's like a monologue and it goes, oh, really? I didn't know it was yeah, that. Yeah, they're like depressed dark. cats. Like they want to like kill themselves. Oh, I guess. Jesus, I didn't know that. I, I, so there's this like musical guy who loves all this shit at my at my work, and he said the 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 musical the play is literally there's no storyline. It's just these cats and they go off and they sing about their feelings. Basically, there's yeah. no cohesive story. So it, it's a movie. I would think there has to be a cohesive story i just the cgi looks fucking weird they do have a lot of like big name cast members but bruh this is not one i want to go see so this all. is going to be you said something interesting over text do you want to say it here what did i say you, you said you could potentially see it being an oscar yeah no it oscar-y will. i think movie. it will because it's good it's got the same guy who did les mis yeah um did that hollywood win? It, I don't think it won, but it got it a bunch of noms. Yeah. Uh, Hollywood loves themselves some musicals. And so here's – this I, This is not from me. This is, I actually listened to uh, Lights, Camera, Barstool. Okay. And they were like they, – they did a good breakdown. So this is what they said. So the character that Taylor Swift is playing mm-hmm. does not have a solo on Broadway. Okay. Okay. So why would Taylor Swift take that role? Yeah. They think they're going to give like – a new Taylor Swift like project in this movie. Like she's going to have her own, like she's going to write her own song for cats that they're going to try to make as like the best original song, give her try to get her an Oscar nom uh, and like try to steal the show. Hmm. Interesting. So I could definitely see that's their rumor. So yeah, I I think this is all lined up. It's going to be a stupid ass movie that somehow is going to get, all the Oscar love, man. I just you. I don't think I can get behind I'm it. I you. can't. Just the CGI looks shitty. No, it looked terrible. Like man, I, ugh, not a fan. All right, let's. Uh, we don't have to spend a ton of time because I know it's already been long. But Emmy nominations came out. Um, you're you want to reel through these? You're better at reeling sure. off the names. Yeah. We can talk about. There's one thing I definitely want to talk okay. about. But how about since you've seen probably a lot of these or like no some of them. some about this. Just tell me okay. what you think, who you think would win so-and-so. Okay. All right. For best drama series, Better Call Sal. Um, I'm not going to. Yeah, you don't have to do, say what yeah, it's on. Okay. That's fine. Bodyguard, um, Game of Thrones, Killing Eve, Ozark, um, Pose, Succession, and This Is Us. A lot of noms there. Yeah. The, a lot of the categories had a lot of noms, it yeah. seemed like. Um, I don't know here. I... I personally, if I'm picking what I think should win, I think Succession. Okay. I fucking love that show. It's amazing. But I could see it being like This Is Us. Yeah, This Is Us would be my guess. Yeah. Honestly, I could see Killing Eve because I know that's gotten a lot of love. But I don't think it should win. But the fact that how many nominations? Yeah. I Game think, of Thrones. I think that's a legacy. Thank you for all you've done. I know. But I think they got a lot of those. Yeah, I don't, think I don't know. I don't. Not, not going to sit here and say it deserves to win, but I wouldn't be surprised if it did. All right. Okay. Comedy series: Barry, Fleabag, the, the Good Place, The Marvelous Miss Maisel, which is up. I'm pretty sure every year. Yeah. Uh, Russian Doll, Shit's Creek, and Veep, which is also up every year. Yeah. If I had to guess, I think Veep because it's the last season. Veep. 
I could definitely see winning the marvelous Mrs. Mizell. I could see winning again, but if I'm choosing, and it's probably because I'm an HBO Homer, <laughs> Barry. Barry, it's such a fucking great show. So, All right, so this is a this is a really fascinating uh, category oh, limited yeah, this series. Is, this is the most compelling. You got uh, Chernobyl, Escape at Danamora, uh, Fosse Verdun, Sharp Objects, and When They See Us. So it's probably between Chernobyl and When They See I Us. I would think so too. Um, with a dark horse as the Fosse Verdon, because I've heard really good things about okay. that. But um, here's my thing. It's Chernobyl, beautifully made. Everything from the set, from the the tone of the show, uh, just the acting, the directing, everything amazing. The story was haunting. It was just a beautifully made show. But there's just something about when they see us. That is this show's, this year's show. I give it to when they see us, okay. but I do love love Chernobyl. Have yeah. you seen it yet? No, you need to watch. I still it. have only watched. I think I've watched most of the. first It's kind episode. of a slow show, yeah. but like it's so compelling, dude. It's yeah. it's insane. All right, so lead actor in a drama, we got Jason Bateman from Ozark, Sterling K. Brown from This Is Us. They're always up. Yeah, uh, Kit Harington, Game of Thrones, Bob Odenkirk from Better Call Saul, Billy Porter from Pose, and Mio Ventimiglia from This Is Us. You reeled off that name with. I'm with not sure ease. I said it right. I love I it. Just said it fast. I'm gonna have to go. I think he's won in the past, maybe even last year. Sterling K. Brown. That's the easy pick. I yeah, think. I think so too. Um, Jason Bateman in Ozark, though he kills it. So, and I don't know. All right, lead actress in a drama. We got Amelia Clark from Game of Thrones. Jodie Comer from Killing Eve. Viola Davis from How to Get Away with Murder. I can't believe that show's still on. <laughs> Lauren Linney, or, or Laura Linney from Ozark. Uh, Mandy Moore from This Is Us. Sandra Oh from Killing Eve. And Robin Wright from yeah, House of Cards. So surprised she got this now. I'm going Sandra Oh from Killing Eve. So I think that would be back to back. Oh, uh, she maybe she won Golden Globe. I don't yeah, know if she I think won it was Emmy. a different one that she won, but... Yeah, okay. that's what I'm going with. Lead actor in a comedy, Anthony Anderson, another um, constant in this category mm -hmm. from Blackish. Don Cheadle from Black Monday. Ted Danson from The Good Place. Michael Douglas from The Kaminsky Method. Uh, Bill Hader from Barry. And Eugene Levy from Schitt's Creek. It has to be Bill Hader. It has to be. It has to. He is, oh, I'm telling you, if you haven't seen Barry, go watch it. I heard it. that Black Monday. Uh, I've heard it's good, good, too. I, I have heard that. I haven't given it a shot yet, but, yeah, I've heard it's good. All right. Lead actress in a comedy. We got Christina Applegate from Dead to Me, uh, Rachel Brosnan from The Marvelous Miss Meisel, uh, Julia Lewis-Dreyfus from Veep, Natasha Leone from Russian Doll, Catherine O'Hara from Schitt's Creek, and Phoebe Waller-Bridge from Fleabag. Okay, so if I'm going based on what I – think will probably happen it's going to be uh rachel brosnan from uh, the marvelous mrs mizell i think she's won the past two years yeah see i, but I can see it going julia to Lewis julia Travis. yeah because this is the last season yeah. and they want to give her some love i that's what i think will happen i so. think so too yeah all right uh one thing that i want to point out which i thought was just super interesting game of thrones leads the charge with 32 nominations so um, I don't have the exact number, but I know it had before this year, Game of Thrones held the record for most nominations for a show ever. And now they're just adding to it. And they also led the charge specifically for this year. It's just interesting because a lot of people uh, hated this season, um, thought it was rushed and just didn't think it deserved any of this love. And I just think it's very ironic that it's getting all this love still. Um, 
but I also think like it it highlights that there were moments of the show this season where it was great. Like I personally think it should win. I don't know if they have anything for cinematography in the, right. at the Emmys. If anything, Game of Thrones deserves cinematography or something of the visual yeah, effects. Like special effects. Yes. yes. Because it was beautiful. It was a beautiful show. Now the storytelling, yes, it was rushed. Um, yes, they could have done some things different, but I still think the acting was good. Oh, yeah. Like, I mean, I, I don't know. Um, so if, 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 some characters get some some wins. I wouldn't be mad about it. Yeah, um, no, absolutely. I don't know. I I just think, but it, it makes me think. Like, were we too hard on it? Like, was it good? Do we need to rewatch oh, it? I said you know? from the beginning. It you was did good. say you did say you liked it, which I don't think we've even talked about yet. That you finished it and you. Yeah, we can say that for another pod. Yeah, it's it's going to be a, it's um, still a long one, but no, I I do think it was good. It was just rushed. People just wanted more of what yeah. what they got. Um, so. That's everybody's beef. Like you said, it's going to win a bunch of awards um, for like more minor awards. Um, I would think so too. Which it does deserve. Uh, funny side note: um, someone went to Comic Con um, <laughs> for cosplay day as uh, the Starbucks cup uh, from Game <laughs> of Thrones. Yeah. <laughs> and another thing: uh, DB Weiss and David Benioff they backed they out. Yeah. They backed out, which scares Cold me because feet. I'm thinking about going to the Austin Film Fest, uh, yeah. and they're supposed to be there. Bro, that's like the main reason why I would go. If they back out, I would be super butthurt. Um, yeah. All right. So moving on to another Game of Thrones tidbit. We don't have to spend a ton of time. Uh, but new information has surfaced about the prequel series. Uh, George R. R. Martin was quoted saying, the Starks will definitely be there. And while much has been made about the fact the prequel predates dragons, that doesn't mean there won't be other creatures. Obviously, the White Walkers are here. Um, that will be an aspect of it. There are things like direwolves and mammoths. So, I don't know. Are you are you here for this, this prequel series? I'm not sure. You're not sure yet? I'm not sure yet. When does uh, it come out? Um, I think it's filming now, so I would assume like next year probably. I'm here for it. I mean, I I think they they have the thing that they have going for them is everybody just wants more Game of Thrones. Yeah. And now they have so much like they could do whatever they want. Um, they don't have anything to they they don't have any source material where people can be like, no. That's fucking wrong. We want it this way. Yeah. They can do whatever they want. They can take their time with it. They don't have to do six uh, episodes right. and go to a Star Wars series uh, s- series of movies. They can do whatever they want and do it right. So I think in, in that regard, I think they will be successful. Yeah. So. Oh, it's going to get a ton of viewers. Oh, yeah. Sure. Totally. Totally. Um, so I'm excited for it. Uh, let's keep it moving forward. Austin Butler a.k.a. Vanessa Hudgens' boyfriend, <laughs> beat out Ansel Elgort, Miles Teller, Harry Styles, and possibly g Easy to star in an upcoming Elvis biopic. Uh, Baz Luhrmann, he directed The Great Gatsby, is directing this movie. Are you interested? First of all, let's talk about the pick. Do you think that's a pick? So I, I understand that um, Elvis is such an iconic character that could make a career do you want to give it to somebody who already has a name i get that so maybe they wanted to give the lesser known guy the elvis role i just think 
any of those other people like yeah. would have been great. I don't know, but uh, I'm, I'm sure Austin Butler's gonna yeah. be good. I'm but just glad it wasn't Jeezy, honestly. Yeah, true. Miles Teller or Harry Styles would have been could have killed it. Um, honestly, Anzel Elgort yeah. is really good too. Yeah. Though he just doesn't really look like Elvis. True, true. But um, yeah, I, I'm here for an Elvis movie. I yeah. mean, I'm not a sure. I don't really dig Elvis's music, but I'm sure his backstory would be very intriguing. Could you agree on that at least? Yeah, I guess. I think it's. I don't know. I I don't know how I feel about the director, the Great Gatsby. I I feel like disappointment. Yeah, like the Great Gatsby. I liked it, but like it was so like preview. It was fluff. Well, the preview was better than the actual movie. I I could agree with that. It just felt like very artsy. Yeah. And with a biopic, I want it to be like dark, and I want to like tell the real story. Dark of a story he has. Yeah, exactly. So hopefully, hopefully they do it right. Um, okay, another thing that I, I we have to talk about because it got a lot of heat and uh, stupid heat. But uh, how is it, Hallie or Hal? I don't know. Um, Hallie, I think. Okay, Hallie Bailey was cast as Ariel for the upcoming live action adaptation of The Little Mermaid. Um, Harry Styles is in talks to play Prince Eric, and Javier Brandon or Braden is in talks to play King Triton. Melissa McCarthy is also rumored to be the front runner for. Ursula. Um, so let me ask you, do you like the pick in Halle Bailey for Ariel? And why is there so much stupid-ass hate over this pick? We all know why, but why are people so fucking stupid, I guess, is yeah. the better question. Yeah, I, have no pro- I don't really know anything about Halle Bailey, so I don't have a preference on her specifically either way. I'm pretty sure. So she's in a, uh, she's a singer, and she's in a group with, I think, her sister. It's called Chloe and Hallie, I think. No, yeah, it means nothing to I me. swear to God, I, I, I'm pretty sure they did a national anthem for a big event. I don't know if it was the Super Bowl or like the M- one of M- NBA, NBA Finals game. They did a big national anthem. I know that. That's honestly where I know them from. I think they were nominated for uh, Best New Artist at the Grammys this past year. So, I don't know. They have a lot of like traction and like – they're Young they're on people. the come up. They're on the come up. Um, so I like this pick. I like I like that you're breaking barriers and you're you're pushing yeah. the envelope a little bit. And Who like, cares if she's black? Yeah, nothing it's so fucking cha- stupid. Nothing changes from the, the story. The story. Yeah. yeah, it doesn't matter if she was white, black, Asian. Like someone stupidly said, "What? Well, what if Mulan was black?" It's like, well, Mulan's from fucking Japan or wherever. Like, yeah. That one actually, yeah, you probably need yeah. a, a Korean woman or whatever. Yeah, this is a fictional character that lives in under the fiction, fucking sea in a fictional world. She lives under the sea. It's not real. Yeah. Like who? Th- who cares? Yeah, let her be black. Some people are so ignorant. Yeah, it's so stupid. But um, I don't know. Are Are you a Little Mermaid fan? Are you excited I for this really edit? Liked. I never really liked. You never really Mermaid. into it. Um, this one I feel like is going to be hard to do as a live action. Oh yeah, and I would assume this is the one after Mulan because Mulan's the next one they already dropped the trailer for. Yeah, that one could be cool though. And I, I, I heard, I heard a rumor is they're not going to do. Yeah, I wish they would. The music, the music in Mulan's awesome. Yeah, so I don't know about that one, but the talk for the live action, to, the live action adaptation talk, we can save for another podcast. Yep, yep, but yep. yeah. Uh, I just want to do a brief little thing with uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. I know that we're going to go see it and do it unfiltered tomorrow. Yes, sir. Really excited for it. But I read this article. I don't know if you got a chance to read I it. I haven't read it yet. Yeah. A busy day. It's okay. Uh, so Hollywood Reporter did an article about Leo DiCaprio being the last 
um, Hollywood movie star. And I thought it was really interesting how they, they, they pulled in like box office numbers and shit like that. But the thing that was most compelling to me is they pointed out how he hasn't um, been in a superhero movie. He hasn't been in a Star Wars movie. He hasn't been in a franchise movie. Um, he So they pointed out how at the pinnacle of his career, which was Titanic, he – the the form not the pinnacle i guess the yeah. the beginning of his yeah, yeah, of his career excuse me really so his big breakout role let's just say mm-hmm. titanic the formula for hollywood would be that you go get a big move a big superhero money a big money making box office hit movie but instead he went against the formula and he decided to wait because I think like the 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 telltale formula is the year after you do your breakout movie, you're in a big blockbuster movie. Right. But instead, he waited I think multi- like two years, and he decided he wanted to work with the big directors of Hollywood. So he got in with Scarsese and all the he, he's in these big Tarantino movies. You know, yeah. I just thought it was really interesting how they pointed out and they they pointed out that. Um, you go to see these movies like The Revenant that wouldn't do anything. They said that might not even get off the studio level mm-hmm. if it wasn't for Leo DiCaprio. Attached. So Leo brings – Leo basically puts asses in the seats, oh, yeah, which no. I thought it was just a really cool take that like he hasn't been in a franchise movie and he's still probably the best artist of, or the best actor of our generation, I would say. Because Tom Hanks is... Yeah. I, yeah. I mean, he might be... Would he be the generation above us? I don't fucking know. Yeah, but probably. I don't know. Leo DiCaprio... In he's my, on the Mount Rushmore. It, totally. If if I'm picking like my favorite actor, he's definitely on there. The Mount Rushmore of actors, yeah. he's definitely on there. So I just thought it was a cool article. That is. Um, You'll have to check it out. Yeah. yeah. So. And he, 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 he does bring unique stories alive. He also doesn't... Do a lot. That's that's another thing they pointed he's selective. out. Selective. Yeah, Which he's not like the Rock or Kevin Hart, where he's literally in yeah. two movies a year. Yeah, yeah. There's so that's another thing that. that's interesting. Yeah. yeah. Um, I just I thought it was really compelling and an interesting interesting story. But I am really excited for Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. I am too. So you'll hear. Brad more Pitt about hasn't it done the, much in a while yeah, either. So that's true. Good too. to see him. That's true too. Um, do we want to save streaming wars yes, for a new day? I do. Okay, because did you listen to that podcast? I, I haven't you? yet. Okay. So I'll you have listen to, to listen and then, and then we'll time. talk because this could be a podcast. On yeah, its we own. could probably do. We should do like a special streaming, streaming wars, wars podcast. podcast. That'd be cool. Yeah, that'd be cool. I'd be down for that. Um, yeah. So we'll we'll save that for another podcast, um, and let's kind of loop it into some music talk. Have you gotten a chance to listen to Dreamville yet? Yes, of course. Okay. So Dreamville, Revenge of the Dreamers 3, big compilation album. Um, honestly, probably one of the most anticipated albums of 2019. Yeah, it's been a bad year for music. It's been like a pretty down year, so this is a big album. Um, off the cuff, what is your what are your favorite songs, features, all that good yeah. shit? Wells Fargo. Hey, um, could you get me the bazooka? (laughs) (laughs) bazooka. I have no idea. Like what? I honestly think they're trying to go for like a a hood version of like Game of Thrones, but I don't know. It was so weird. Pass me the bazooka. Don't Uh. get blown on the couch. (laughs) (laughs) 
Uh, Rembrandt, run it back. Okay, okay. What was the other one that I really freaking love? You really freaking love? <sighs> I'll say mine. Was it Down Bad? Down Bad. Down that's, bad. That's, that's yeah, like, I mean, that honestly might be the song of the summer. Yeah. Honestly, in my mind. Um, Under the Sun, I thought was really fucking good. Um, I actually when enjoyed I, Lambo Truck. Lambo too. Truck was good. The fact yeah. that like you go rob top, I'll yeah, rob. Yeah. Uh, yeah, did you see so the awesome. gif of J. Cole doing kickboxing? Yeah, I did that see that. That was, that was hilarious. Um, uh, when I heard K-Dot's vocals on Under the Sun, I flipped the yeah, fuck out. I yeah. was like, I fucking caught it's this. It's funny because Let's go. I listened to it, and I initially was like, damn, Trey's going to bust a nut. <laughs> yes. But I, I wish. Imagine he if he would have given us a verse. I know. Yeah. Oh, my God. I would have lost it. Um. What other songs do I like? Costa Rica, I like. 1993, I like. Um, Sacrifice is by far my favorite, though. I fucking love that song. It's, yeah. it's a deeper song. It but is. I really, really enjoyed that one. Um, did this album live up? Did this compilation live up to the hype? For oh, you? absolutely. Absolutely. Cause it, they did, did, it did its job? Yeah. They did a lot of really smart things. Um, you got a lot of bangers, but then you also got... Um, some lovey dovey, some lovey dovey. Got the deep cut with deep like cuts. sacrifices. Yeah, I agree. Um, I wish they didn't do like middle child yeah, on there. That didn't I know that's for like streaming. That was purposes. definitely a ploy for streaming. Um, I think they had another. What was the other one where it was like specifically for someone else's? Yeah, album? so Earth Gang. Earth they Gang. put an, a song off of Earth Gang's album on their swivel, yeah. which I like that song. Yeah, honestly. but it was just like. If that's going to be on, I agree. Yeah, you know, I agree because they're coming out with the deluxe. They right. announced and. Why don't you just put, put something on else on there? Yeah. yeah. Um, but no, it, it was really good. I think I think there's no doubt in my mind that uh, JID is the biggest winner. Okay, I, think, I was gonna this that compilation. Was, that was gonna be my next question. Was, was okay. like who who do you think's I think MVP? It's okay. I mean, obviously it's Cole, but but it's I would argue I, I have some arguments, but but I think JID what to me he was all over this album. Oh yeah. And he's a superstar in the making yep, straight yep. up. He is going Th- to be in was, the talks of a Kendrick and Cole. Yep. This was future. his Leo's Titanic. This was his like coming out big party. breakout moment. Yeah. I, I think totally a lot agree. of people listen to DiCaprio, DiCaprio three or two. Yeah. Um, but I think this will really put him over, over the top. For sure. He's so fucking good. Yes. The, li- the line he had on down bad yeah. where he's like board yeah. of education, yeah. board of, Oh my God. I love it. He's so good. So good. I can't wait. So he was, quoted saying that DiCaprio 2 was like his fun album yeah. and the next album he wants to do is more of a cohesive like story okay. oh my god I can't fucking wait but um so I have more of I have a little different perspective on the MVP discussion because I watched the documentary okay. uh, did you get a I chance to watch that if you have a chance to watch it it's only like 30 minutes or so but it was really cool to see the coming together and the the competition part right. of it I would say JID's definitely an MVP I would also say Buddy. I don't know. He's on a bunch of songs on here. Um, one, his individual solo album is really fucking good, too, so go check that out. And then Johnny Venus of Earth Gang. He's the higher-pitched yeah. voice on Earth Gang. It's a, Earth Gang is a duo. Earth Gang in general. Yeah, no, I yeah. did. Yeah. Both Johnny, of them Johnny Venus, really the dude. So on Sacrifices, when they do the amen, yep. like that's him. Okay. He's fucking good. That's the other hard part with compilation albums where you don't have like, like when I think of Black Panther, you know all those voices. Yeah. When it's a like lesser known people here, it's hard. And like I, the one thing I hate about Apple Music 
is it, it, it doesn't tell, you, tell who. you who's verse. That's why I always look at genius when yes, I'm looking yes. at it. And I, I should have because sometimes you're just like, man, I don't know who this is. For sure. And I want that's another really good point that I didn't even put on the doc that I'm glad you kind of brought up is this felt like a moment in hip hop where, I mean, everyone came together in Atlanta. They had the, those golden tickets yep, yep. and they made this album in 10 days. But so so that's cool in itself. But I think even more so, this is more, at least for me, a tool for music discovery. There's a bunch of people on here that I had never heard of. There's some yeah. people on here that I, I had heard of, but I haven't really gotten a chance to listen to. A lot of Dreamville people who I hadn't really listened to, like Loot and Kaz. Yeah. Like, I really, really like them now. And then Mez, he was on the the Dre album, Compton. Okay. And he fucking killed a couple of his verses on here. There's a dude... Um, I think Devonte Hitchcock is his name. Um, he had one verse on I think PTSD, but I really fucking enjoyed it. And I'm gonna look. I'm gonna look out for his, you know, music to come. Mm-hmm. So it's it's like that. Like you 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 find you you look at the genius and you see these names that you haven't heard. You type it in Google. You look at them up, look them up on Apple Music, and you kind of discover them. Mm-hmm. I, I think that. If we had more of that in hip hop, it would be a really cool thing, right? You know? And that's why Cole's so special, man. Because not many people would totally. actually do that. Like, like Kanye does this to some extent, but he only does it with like people that are already like Ty Dolla Sign and right. Party Next Door. I think yeah. another good example is like Chance. Chance does this with a lot of Chicago rappers. Oh yeah, he tries Puts to them bring on. up. Yeah, so it's cool when when they when they bring people up. Uh, it's easy to be like, you're not on my level. Yeah, you know, totally. But but it's cool when they rep like that. Uh, and it, yeah, man, you, if hip hop had more, it would be the, the a best part thing. is too when when these people get this shot, they know this is their chance to like make their name. So you're getting their best. Oh product hell yeah! Because Dude. they're putting all they have into if it's one verse on yeah. this album or two. So you're going to get great quality bro, out of the product. Bro, Saba's fucking verse on sacrifices. That shit blew was, my mind yeah. away, bro. And when Cole like passionately sung that last part at the mm-hmm. end, I was like, "God damn, this yeah. shit is so amazing!" Yeah, I love that. That's a great song. So, um, one thing that I pointed out, and I don't think I've heard this or seen it online, I wanted to point this out. So, uh, I found a connection between J Cole's Four Year Olds, Four Year Eyes Only album, and um, a couple songs on Revenge of the Dreamers Three. So. Um, I don't. So think back to For Your Eyes Only, the She's Mine, right? Mm-hmm. So he has two. So, uh, she's Mine Part One, She's Mine Part Two, and in one of them, he kind of talks about how um, his, it, She's Mine being his girlfriend or his wife is his. Second one being that daughter. is the daughter, and we realize he is a father. So it's She's Mine, right? Mm-hmm. But on multiple songs on this one, he talks about sons. Under the sun, he go he says, I got a couple of sons. And then in um, the last song, Sacrifices, he says, um, she gave me a gift of my son, and plus we got one on the way. So that makes me think that he actually has sons, which makes me think. So there was a lot, a lot, a lot of talk back when For Your Eyes Only dropped that it was told from multiple perspectives. Right. And, um, like his perspective was looped through, but after I hear this on here, which makes me think that the dreamers album is his perspective. Um, it makes me think that for your eyes only is told strictly through a different perspective. 
maybe I mean obviously he he has connection with it with his life, but I think it's a different lens. So he's okay. talking about the street guy who dies and wants him right. to tell his story, and he had his daughter, and then he's telling the story for his daughter for the the dad who died. Right. I just I don't know. I something made me think of that, and I'm like, damn, that whole fucking album was told from a different perspective. Yeah. Which, if you think about it, how fucking hard would that have to be? You have to sit down and tell somebody else's story, yeah. like make a rap album about that. That's incredible to me. Honestly, it makes me want to. It makes me think like that is his to Pimp Butterfly, which I know I've said in the past. But could that be J Cole's best album? Like it's fucking in, like yeah. if you go back and listen, like it's not like radio friendly or anything, no, it's but not. it's fucking amazing. Yeah, I'm partial to Force Hills Drives. That's fair. I mean, favorite, that, that's but. That's like his most popular. But one. that one's more enjoyable. Agreed. Like similar to, to Pimp Butterfly. Right. It's it's a hard listen. Yeah. You know. Yeah. So I get that. But I just I I, I kind of piece together that connection. I'm yeah, like, damn, no. that's that's like crazy. That. So okay. Um. Anything else on Dreamers? Nope. All right. So did you get a chance to listen to Big Crit? I did. Of course I, I did. did. Of course I did. What did you think of this Big Crit album, bro? Bro, it was fucking fire. It was, it was so fucking good. It was fucking... There, there was a vibe. So this... So Big Crit... Did you listen to the double album like a couple years ago? No. You get uh, some of it, some maybe? Of it. Some yeah. of it, yeah. So a double album is really fucking hard to really yeah. piece together and make both of the albums great. Mm -hmm. And he did a great job at that. So I was a little skeptical about this living up to that yeah. and i don't think it was better i i think it was really 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 good it's probably going to be in my top 10 when it comes december and we do that but um it felt more braggadocious than anything yeah there were songs where it was deeper a little bit but um i it was just a fun album man and, yeah. and he's just yeah. a really fucking good rapper yeah i love the acronym mississippi yeah that shit was crazy man i'm just because it made sense uh -huh. and it was an acronym it was just and it was where he's from i just really liked it any do you have any favorite songs on that uh we'll prove it with j cole's fucking awesome Definitely. my my kind of underrated one is um uh, every time featuring baby rose it's the one where he talks about yeah. like sports a lot in it yeah 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 i fucking she she's uh on revenge of the dreamers too I oh believe. really yeah. yeah no i love that was one of my favorites that that was really good um let's see make it easy was really good yeah. uh crit here was really good the one with lil wayne addiction was pretty good that that feels more like the uh kind of radio single if yeah. there was going to be a Prove radio single learn from texas was dope Prove it was good um my shit though blue flame ballet that strip club anthem bro we gonna play that everywhere <laughs> at the strip club yeah i really enjoyed this album. i did too it's a i think it's an underrated like it's gonna get overlooked yeah i think definitely so but don't sleep because it's it's really fucking good um did you get a chance to listen to nas I haven't listened there to There, I yet. gotcha. <laughs> I can only do so many things. <laughs> I know. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Uh, this was a good album. Um, so, the one so thing. Are these old songs? Um, I don't think so. Because there's no. definitely, like, references to, like, okay. newer shit on there. Um, I think it's probably just, like, he's constantly recording and, yeah. like, it didn't fit a potential project. So, he put it out. Because I also heard he, he has Lost Tapes 3 and 4 in the works right now. So... Uh, but a lot if you look at the production list on there on this album fucking incredible better than his uh seven song disaster from 
Wyoming. Yeah. yeah. So here, here's a lot of the hate that that got. They, so he was accused of his ex-wife for yeah. domestic abuse, yeah. and he totally, like, yeah. he didn't talk about it at all on the seven tr- track album, which a lot of critics didn't like. Mm-hmm. He straight up talks about it on the last song of this. So you can't diss on him for that specific thing um, on this album. One, Nas reiterated how he can paint one of the most vivid, grittiest, beautiful pictures in rap, period. This man is a spitter. He's so fucking good. Um, The the samples are soulful. The production is amazing. Um, he, He told his story, his version of the story of the domestic shit. I really fucking like this album. It, it, it it's borderline top ten. There isn't really a shit ton out there, so yeah. right now it's in the top ten for me. But I really, I, I really enjoyed this album. Nas is a fucking legend, dude. I'm telling you. Yeah. So there's that, and then we got a preview at least chance for rappers. Uh, the big day finally announces the title, the the album well, cover. Three and a half years. It's been wild, dude. It's been wild, and we're all the wait is almost fucking over. We got a couple so days close. to wait. I'm so excited. Um, album comes out July 26th. What are your expectations for this album? I don't know. They're so it's so unfair what my expectations are. <laughs> they ain't like, great. Are they not good? No, they're great because we've been waiting for so fucking yeah. long. Like they has to be great. Coloring book was a masterpiece. Oh yes. So yeah, you give you wait three years. You better give me another fucking masterpiece. I would totally agree with that. The one thing that, like, the, the speck of skepticism that I have here the is groceries. Well, trash. no, no. <laughs> I mean, so I'll, let me tell you what I think about that. But l- I was going to say groceries. I wasn't yeah. the biggest fan of groceries. It's okay. I think it's more of a meme song. Like, he did it because yeah. he wanted people to dance yeah. and do the it's whole get the grocery yeah. things. Yeah, um, which is cool. But I low-key hope this doesn't make the, the cut for the album. I hope it's just like a promo single. Um, I personally think with it being the big day and with the weird cover of him holding like the diamond encrusted CD. Um, but if you look a little closely, he's wearing his wedding ring. It's called the big day. And if you've listened to any of the snippets that he's put out there, I think it's been like two or three. It has like wedding vibes. I have a feeling that the theme of this is going to be about his wedding. Yeah, day, that would make sense. Which I, I'm here for. Yeah. I, I, I mean, I... I've grown to know myself as a rap fan and I'm a fan of one, a story, a cohesive mm-hmm. story, but two more of like a softer fucking, you know, yeah. album. Not trap. I mean, I'm all, I'm yeah. all for fucking, yeah, definitely not trap. I'm all for like rapidy raps and bars, but like, tell me a fucking story. I, I'd be here for a cohesive album yeah. about his wedding day. Sure. What do you think? Yeah. You could see that. Yep, I'm here for it. You're here for it. I'm here for whatever he wants. It could be and like it could acid be, rap. It could be a var- it could be a variety of right. sounds. I could totally be wrong. Maybe we get um, groceries on there as the trappy radio single, and then we get some lovey dovey songs, and we get some deep cuts. Like who knows? Yeah. So it'll be interesting. It'll be interesting. Uh, we can skip Corday because I don't know if do you, do you know of YB and Corday or have you heard any of his music? Sure, sure haven't. Sure haven't. Um, don't sleep on this album. It also comes out Friday. And um, one song's produced by J. Cole. The the features are Chance the Rapper. That song's already dropped. Anderson Pack, Ty Dolla Did you show T. me the song with Chance? Yeah. 
I did. And it's, Is it's, that your favorite song of the summer or something uh, like that? It's one of my favorite songs of the year. I mean, there haven't been like these big fucking chart-topping singles that really, in terms of rap, like you can consider Old Town Road and shit like that. But um, Which one? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it, exactly. But uh, that's a really good song, and so don't sleep on this album. Come. Another thing, uh, then we can either be done or briefly talk a little sports. Big Sean dropped a new song called Overtime today. Um, Sean, Can I see that he's gonna drop an album too? Well, so he, so in the song he says, "I'm in album mode." I personally think this is a promo <laughs> single. Okay. Um, so what I was gonna say, I thought this could kind of be a little fun. Is Sean has been off the radar for quite a while. Um, who is another artist who's been laying low that you'd really like to see drop music? I mean, the one that comes to my mind is Kendrick, but Kendrick, yeah. another uh, one that I could say who is kind of more underground, who's is Sylvan LeCue. He's kind of been off social media and he dropped his album last year in July. And I have, I mean, he hasn't really put out much. I'm really looking forward to some of his new music, but Drake. Yeah. I, I figured, I thought like thinking about this, I thought you might say him. He's kind of been off since, I mean, Scorpion at least. Well, since the Raptors. Get yeah. the Raptors on there. True, true. You know, Kanye's been kind of quiet, too. Kanye's been quiet. He's been doing family thing. I like it that way. Yeah. I like it that way. Stay off Twitter, please, <laughs> for the love of God. But, yeah, Yandi would be cool. I mean, hopefully we get some Kanye music. That'd be all right. I don't, I don't know. Um, I, I got a vibe that you're not really fucking with Sean. His last couple projects have been disappointing. You didn't like I Decided? Or are you saying because I know he did a, like a joint one with like Metro Boomin. That shit was a flop. Um, let me let me. Pull I decided up his. It was his last solo album, but I'm pretty sure he had like maybe it was either one or maybe two. I know he had one with Metro Boomin, which I didn't really fuck with. But um, let me let me let me. Okay, Double or Nothing is that the one with Metro? Yeah, I think yeah. so. And What's on I Decided? Yeah, I didn't really like I Decided. Really. See, I uh, thought it was his best album. Dark Sky Paradise was good. Yeah. Hall of Fame was okay. Here's his my thing. Project's Detroit. I know, I, know I know that's your shit. I know that's your shit. close to Detroit. Here, here's my thing, though, with, with uh, Big Sean. I always think he's going to be a tier two rapper. I think he's good. Yeah. And I think he tells a good story and he has bars. I just, I, I'm waiting for him to put out that one project where he sticks to one theme. So here's here's my whole thing. I love Mac Miller. I think he, I mean, RIP, I thought he got better with every project. And then when he put out Swimming, he stayed to that, to a T, to that theme, to, uh, if you, if you know what I'm talking about, you know, if you know, you know, Mm -hmm. um, he's, that was his most focused, cohesive, like beautiful project. It wasn't rap. It was great music. That's what Big Sean needs. If he yeah. gets if he gets the live instrumentation and the soulful samples and he tells us his fucking story in a cohesive way and that'll be his classic album, I'm I'm all here yeah. for it and that's when I'll give him his flowers. And not to say he doesn't deserve his flowers cuz he is a good artist. He is. But he is. He, there's just one thing missing and I can't put yeah. my thumb on it. It's cuz he always has like three or four kind of throwaway that aren't like trap songs but like they're a hundred percent for radio. Yeah, like like the song with Migos on the "I Decided," like the sacrifices yeah. it made, like the two K yeah. uh, soundtrack. I'm just like, nah, they can have it. Like, yeah, I totally yeah. agree. Imagine with if he went more like with uh, "One Man Can Save the World" type exactly. vibes. Yeah, 
fucking amazing. But that's yeah. that's like Detroit. Detroit is pretty cohesive, man. When you listen to it from top to bottom, and I haven't for a long time. Yeah, no, so. it, it's pretty cohesive in the sense of like telling a story of like oh, because growing bring, up from Detroit. Yeah, because he brings in the different r- artists and they tell their stories from right. Detroit. Yeah, I forgot yeah. about that. Yeah, so for sure, for sure. Hopefully, Big Sean makes a comeback and he he puts out a good album. He's also like five six. Yeah, he is short. Is he is short. Crazy. But he's been off the radar for a minute, like yeah. off of social media, everything. So hopefully he took his time and made a really good album. So he did snap on this on this song, though. It, it's more of like bars. It's not really a lovey, you know, but he snapped. I won't lie. So we'll go, go Rihanna. Rihanna. Rihanna has done shit. She's for been sure. off. Yeah. She, she's definitely been off the radar. Where you at, Riri? She's been uh, focusing on her lingerie her and that, too. I, I can't hate. I cannot hate. Keep the picks coming. <laughs> Keep the picks coming, <laughs> for sure. Um, we'll skip our sports thing. Yeah. Um, three-peats coming out. Three-peats coming. Probably after this podcast. Yeah, I but assume. I do want to talk about that topic at some point. I don't know if you saw it. It's uh, something happened where yeah, you can read onto it, and maybe you'll, it'll spark an interest or something. Uh yeah, basically yeah, we talk about that later. I'm very intrigued of the topic of paying uh, college athletes and that whole thing, but we'll we'll save that for another day. Um, it's probably been a fucking really long one, so thank you for sticking around. Yes, sir. Um, we're gonna call it a podcast. So we got this three peats coming. We yep. got an unfiltered. unfiltered big week for uh, are you entertained? We're going to see Seinfeld. We're going to see Seinfeld. Well, are you? We, we got. Uh, press credentials. <laughs> we wish that we paid sweet. a steep price for him, but uh, yeah. So fun times coming. Subscribe to everything. Follow us. Tell your friends. Share our content. I'm Trey Lesio, the Dawn of Entertainment, alongside Brandon Ogden Consigliere. This is the OG Are You Entertained podcast, and as always, we will be back for more. Stay safe. <laughs>